Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Blitz Fitness Show. This is Brian, a.k.a. Blitz, a.k.a. The Reactioneer, but that doesn't matter on this show because we're not doing The Reactioneer. This is Blitz Fitness. This is also episode 8. And finally, this is Saturday, March 3rd, 2012. I've been missing for a while. I am sorry about that. If you happen to read the blog, you know what the deal is. I am currently in the process of renewing my personal training certification through ACE. And I wasn't sure about a year or so ago if I was going to keep it since I'm not working in the field anymore. I've since taken my time, thought about it, and said, you know what, if I'm going to attempt this whole medical schooling, considering that I've never worked as a paramedic, considering that I wasn't even a lifeguard or anything like that at any time, I don't have too much backing me historically into getting into medical school. Something just a little extra. So I need every last bit I can get. And I figure, you know what? That certification is probably about all I've got then. So I am renewing it. The problem is it's kind of crunch time with it. Since I wasn't sure I was going to renew it, I was just waiting. And you have to renew it every two years. And my two years is up at, uh, is it June 1st, I want to say? or Well, technically May 31st of this year. And I just just about completed half of the CECs I have to do. I'm actually testing for it this afternoon. Then I've got the other half to go. And that can take about a week or two. Especially because the beginning of the year is the time of year I don't take time off of work too much. So I don't have all that much free time. But on top of that, I also need to schedule renewing the my uh, first aid, CPR, and AED as well. So, just in studying and trying to make sure I got through the material, actually reading it, understanding it, and getting ready to take a test for it, I've kind of slipped on the show as I decided to put them to the side. But I'm back, and I am here to tell you some new things, give you an update to the journal. This is the Blitz Fitness Show. This is the show where a fat certified personal trainer, that would be me, sort of journals trying to return back to, oh, let's call them the days of glory. And I do this on my own here, but people, if you're listening and you have ideas, advice, questions, or just stories to share, please do exactly that. And if you want to, there's a couple ways you can do it. And I'm going to go ahead and hit it now early in the show as well as share again in the end of the show. But you can post to blogs, and I've got one, blitzfitnessshow.blogspot.com, and that isn't a very active blog. Basically, it is just where I post my episodes, of course, let people know the next one is out. Any alerts such as why I missed some time, which is the most recent article on there. And every now and then I do come across something that just really catches my attention and I figure I may or may not actually talk about this anytime soon on the podcast, so I might as well just toss it up there for everybody to see. And of course I link to whatever article it is so you can read and judge for yourself. If you really want to share so much so that you're not just sharing with me, but you want me to put it on the show, possibly, if I decide it, it's it's something that fits, you can email me. You can do so at thereactioneer at gmail.com. And if you visit the blog that I mentioned, it's 
Uh, should be linked up near the top so that you can see and uh, you can email me through that. You don't have to worry about absolutely pointing out what show it is that you're emailing on. I should be able to figure it out by reading the email, so feel free to do that. So we like to start out this show saying, how have I been doing? What's what's new with the numbers? Well, I'll tell you, I missed two weeks, or maybe it was just one week, I don't recall now. Maybe it was just one week, I take it back. And it wasn't a very good eating week, and when I I start to eat bad more when I stop keeping track. That's usually what throws me off. So I don't have the best data for that time that I was missing. What I can tell you, though, is that when I talked to you on episode 7, my stats were as follows. My weight was 299 pounds, technically 299.4. And today, this morning, I weighed in at 298.2. So, a pound lost, which is great, but technically I've been eating more in general, and it's going to be sort of the topic for today, because it leads us to a bit of a, we'll just say a bit of a a surprise drop here in my fat percentage. I believe, because I accidentally hit delete and went on and did other things and I can't undo to get it back now. But I believe my body fat percentage when I last spoke to you all was about 32.3%. As of this morning, that fat percentage is now 31.8%. So, a noticeable drop. And what's odd about that is that losing only one pound shouldn't call for that much of a drop. This could be the thing that I warn about all the time. Which is just... Hey, it's really a value within a range, and sometimes it's going to show up at the top of the range that you're actually at, the bottom of the range that you're actually at. It's not something that's 100% precise. What is interesting, though, is that I really thought, even if I would have lost 5 pounds, let's say, I really assumed that my body fat percentage was going to go up, because I made another change to my diet. I've told you all about my diet before, and sort of what I schedule, how I schedule it, what I eat time-wise, and I don't know if I've actually gotten all that detailed with you guys, but I'm going to today just to be sure so you, you sort of understand it. One of the things, though, that I had been doing was I was giving myself two snacks throughout the day. So three meals, two snacks, five meals out of the day total, basically. Very common. That's not unusual at all. On work days, so typically Monday through Friday, both of those snacks were a banana. The first half of my CECs that I mentioned at the top of the show has been me studying about cardiovascular heart disease and uh, all sorts of risks associated with it. Uh, Coronary heart disease, sorry, is what I should have said. Uh... One of the things that is pushed constantly is that a great snack food are mixed nuts. We're talking walnuts, peanuts, hazelnuts, uh, pistachios, almonds, pecans. Nobody ever brings up cashews, and I don't know if that's because... They're decidedly less healthy than all the others I just listed off. 
or is just nobody looking into them? I want to say it's probably the former. I have the feeling that they're less healthy. And the only reason why I make that that hypothesis is due to the fact that if I go to a grocery store or any store that's selling food and you go by the snack aisle and you see they've got usually the jerky, the nuts, and the, the sunflower seeds and all that, they're usually all right next to each other. And I would say in the battle for numbers, the cashews win when it comes to shelf space. I mean, there really seems to be a whole lot of those. Well, I decided to finally take the advice and see how it goes. So, to remind people of what my Monday through Friday meal plan is, breakfast is usually around 7am and it's usually a smoothie from Jamba Juice. Interesting note about that, a lot of people have been surprised that I get full from a smoothie, even if I am getting the power size, which I do typically uh, in order to get a actual meal's worth of calories out of it. And they say, you know, how can that fill you up? And they're right to point out that usually calories that you receive via a drink isn't as filling, tends not to have as much fiber, uh, and basically complex carbs in a drink that you might get out of a food item for breakfast. And it's absolutely true. The reason why I think it works for me, though, is that when I have a meal, I'm done in in 15 minutes at the most. But it seems like when I'm drinking my breakfast, whether it be the smoothies on the weekday or the yogurt drinks on a weekend morning, I take a long time with them. I may be done as fast as a half hour, but sometimes it takes me 45 minutes, it's even taken me an hour before. I just treat it more slowly. I don't know why that is, to be honest, because it's not as if I'm I'm getting things that I don't like the taste of. But my guess would be that maybe it has something to do with with two things, really. One is that I don't want a brain freeze. That's awful. It's one of the worst things you can have that lasts for such a short period of time. It's devastating. Ugh. So I don't want one of those, so I definitely won't, don't want to drink that too fast. Plus, I tend to do something on the computer each morning. Now, of course, weekdays if I'm at work, I'm punching in and I'm checking my emails and I'm starting to pull the reports for the day that I've got to pull. And so I'm busy, you know. I don't like that theory too much because I don't know that I would call myself busy on a weekend morning or some day that I'm off. But at the same time, I guess I kind of do the same thing. I check Amazon to see, hey, what are their lightning deals of the day? I go to my email. I check Facebook. I will check my RSS feeds to see what do I want to read out of those. And I guess actually I'm going to throw in a third thing. I know a lot of people feel this way. You don't necessarily feel hungry when you wake up in the morning because, in truth, you were just sleeping. You're in a weird state of mind after you've woken up and it takes a little while to get out of it. And so maybe that's yet another reason that just caused me to drink slower. But I think that's why it works. But so, that's my breakfast. So 9 a.m. around there used to be when I take the first banana... Well, now it's mixed nuts, and 
I'm going with, if anybody's curious, Planters has a series of little canisters. They're, they're about 10-ounce cans, I think, maybe 12, that are called Nutritionals. And there's all sorts of different blends. I've checked them out, and personally, they've got a men's health one, they've got an energy one. Some of them are actually definitely not healthy. Some of them are. The one that I think is the most healthy, and therefore the one that I'm buying, is the Heart Healthy Mix. Now, I just want to say here, even though that's the one that I'm personally recommending out of the group that I've seen, I sort of want to pull back and say, just because something says Heart Healthy or, or Heart Smart or any of those things... I take that not. I don't even take a, a grain of salt with that. I'm outright skeptical, and I start looking at the nutrition label like, "Oh, you think this is healthy, huh? Well, let's just take a look here." Well, it turns out this one actually is, and it works out really well. And as I said, it's got just about every type of nut that I'm aware of, with the exception of there's no beech nuts, there's no cashews, uh, no seeds, and there's no dried fruit because there's some of those in some of the other planters canisters, but they at, at the grocery store that I go to, they sell those little canisters. They also sell boxes with the uh, they're almost like the hundred calorie packs for so many other snack foods that are out there, like Oreos and whatnot. These ones aren't hundred calorie packs, they're six 250 calorie packs, which is actually perfect for a snack for me because at work. I'm putting in a little more. I'm getting about 350 calories for the snack, which, yes, I know, it's a, a larger snack. But it works for what I need to do for the amount of calories I want to make sure I get in a day. But anyway, with that, I'm getting a good source of the healthiest fats, some nice protein, and there's a surprising amount of fiber in there, too. I should also mention I've started to, with the smoothies, I'm starting to boost everything with uh, the flax and fiber boost, and I'm st sort of considering adding another 50 cents on there and saying, all right, give me some soy protein too. But so then, nothing else has changed there. Lunch is a sandwich, uh, but there is a change with that I'll get to. A uh, sandwich with tuna and yogurt. Snack two around two o'clock is still banana, and dinner is usually veggie packs that I are the uh, steam fresh bags from Bird's Eye, or oatmeal, one or the other. Lately, it's been the veggie packs, and if I'm if I'm famished, I'll have one of those 250 calorie packs of the mixed nuts that brings me right up to not past but right up to the. Uh, the calorie limit I've set for myself, which is 2,600. I've made quite a few changes that are... Well, not quite a few. A couple that are significant. For one, wanting to have mixed nuts for a snack food to help me try and be healthier you kind of run into a challenge in how you package that out. I could just go with the prepackaged separate one from Planters and and just sort of go off of there, but I want more 
of those for when I'm having them to make sure I go to my calorie point and I'm not so far under it that I'm just going to crash and burn on my diet. So I have bought something. And it's something I have been told repeatedly it's a great thing to have. And it can do wonders for you, blah, blah, blah. And I went ahead and I bought one. And, alright, I really like it. What I bought was a scale. And the reason why I'm delaying here is because I want to get you guys the name of the one that I got. In case you just want a starting point to uh, just sort of search for your own if you're curious. Alright, so here it is. I bought it off of Amazon. And it's got a really long name, so I'll take it kind of slow and easy. First of all, the brand is Eat Smart. And it's actually one word. <clears throat> the name, well, I don't know if... The, the way they've got this hyphenated, I'm not really sure where the brand name stops and the item name begins. So it's the Eat Smart Precision Pro multifunction digital kitchen scale with extra large LCD and 11 pound capacity. I know where the name would have to end. Obviously the extra large LCD and 11 pound capacity thing isn't anything to it, but Amazon has the list price is $45. Then they have a price below that says 35. I bought it about a week ago or two weeks ago. I got it a week ago and I only paid $25 for it. It's still on sale for $25. And I was worried, okay, it's not expensive, is it going to be worthwhile? The reviews are incredibly numerous and very, very high. And it comes in a few different colors, it looks like here. But check out the most helpful reviews and see what you basically think of it. Because of this scale, which I've only used for one day. Today will be the second day that I've used it. I haven't had it that long. But because of the scale, I can measure out tablespoons of the uh, the mixed nuts that I'm getting out of planters. Which will, you know, help me figure out, okay, they say the serving size is an ounce. An ounce is, it's a, it's a dry ounce. It's not a liquid ounce. So, it's just a whole lot easier to sort this stuff out. Know that... Each individual serving I make myself for work for each day of the work week that I've got something going right there. So, that was the main reason to get that. But then I said, you know what else is a good idea? I can now measure out what I'm putting on my sandwiches. And my sandwiches have become a little bit slimmer. I'm actually getting the same amount of calories. It just turns out that I wasn't correctly portioning my sandwich before. I have mentioned before, and I'll say it today, that my sandwiches were two slices of lunch meat, uh, no, I'm sorry, three slices of lunch meat, two slices of cheese. It has now been slimmed down to two slices of lunch meat, one slice of cheese in general. And of course, that'll change a little bit based on the type of cheese and the type of lunch meat that I'm using, but... Now I know that I'm actually getting it out right. Because you know what happens with lunch meat. If you go to the deli, you can. It's possible because I've seen this and I've done it. Sometimes, sometimes, the nutrition facts can be found for what is expected to be an average slice of that specific lunch meat. But it's exceedingly rare. Most of the time, you're going to end up 
just saying so and so many grams or maybe ounces or something along those lines. But, uh, sorry about that. I'm getting a phone call while I'm recording. So anyway, those things come up and, uh, now it doesn't matter. Now I don't have to do the extra bit of searching or try to figure it out and create some sort of magic. Instead, now I can quite simply just put it on the scale and check it out. The scale is not as large as I, as I thought it was going to be. By the way, when I took it out, I thought, ooh, is this going to be flimsy? But after one use where I measured out a few different things, I liked it. worked out pretty well. It's very simple. It's only two buttons to it, too. I expected more than two buttons, but I like it, Mikey. Anyway, one other change to the diet, and this one is pretty significant. I have complained that Monday through Friday, I can eat so well, and I am just on a schedule, and I'm going, and everything's great. It's the weekends where that suddenly falls apart. Now, typically, I've said the biggest issue is that one day out of the weekend... I'm hanging out with all my closest friends who are not family and who are not co-workers. And we don't really plan things out. And even when we do, it's not that I can plan meals around what we do because it tends to be an all-day affair for the most part. Never know where we're going to eat or when or how much. But I tend to carry that attitude. That's usually Saturday. I tend to carry that attitude over to a Sunday as well. Well, I just asked myself this past Sunday, I said, okay, why don't I just plan out Sunday eating? I mean, why don't I just do that? So I now have a meal schedule for Sundays. Just like Saturday mornings, I'm still having a, uh, a yogurt smoothie drink in the morning that gets me my my dairy and some protein, a lot of carbs, but you know what? I've noticed so far my diet is really high in carbs. I'm working on sodium at the moment. I'll probably talk about that sometime soon. Now, on Saturdays, I will do my grocery shopping before I go to hang out with all my friends, and uh, I always make sure to get extra lunch meat because I don't want to wind up short and then either having to go out and get some more again or make the mistake of saying, oh, I'll just short myself, and then before you know it, that day I'm exceedingly hungry, and I get less food out of it, and you know what kind of problems that can cause. So, uh, because of that, the two things that I plan on eating on Saturdays is breakfast, of course, yogurt smoothie drink, but then also go grocery shopping, make my sandwiches that day, and take care of the leftovers, if you know what I mean. So Saturday really is my cheat day most of the time. And I say most of the time not as if other days might be cheat days too. It's more of a maybe I'm not doing something a Saturday. Like this Saturday, for example. I'm not going to be seeing them. They're out on a trip that I wasn't able to go to. So I can eat just fine. So Sundays, wake up, get the yogurt smoothie for breakfast. Then mix nuts, of course, for a snack. For lunch... I'm going with uh, salmon fillets that I'll cook up on the pan, and I'm going to be using an oil blend that I'm looking forward to using. You go, you look down the baking aisle or wherever it happens to be in your grocery store, and there's a ton of, of different oils, but most of them are going to be olive oil, an extra virgin olive oil. 
Everybody loves the health benefits of this oil. That's great, but it's not the best. In fact, I think I found one that is fantastic. I cannot, for the life of me, remember the brand name, but it's not important because you can you can look and see and buy your own brand yourself, however you want to do it. So what it is, is a mixture of olive oil, safflower oil, or maybe it's sunflower, I can't remember now, and flax. But so what happens is the profile of of the unsaturated fat, you have mono and poly. Typically with oils that you cook with, it's going to be a whole lot of monos, a good amount of uh, saturated, and a few polys. This is a great one. It's 45% poly, 45% mono, and then the remaining 10% is saturated. So really looking forward to using that. And that's what I'm going to cook the salmon on. So that is two meals in a row, basically, of some fantastic, healthy cholesterol-friendly fats, basically. My second snack of the day will be a nice, easy bowl of oatmeal and then veggies again for dinner. So there's been quite a few changes. It's all pretty fresh, though, in the sense that I only got the scale a week ago, and I only started doing this about a week ago. So, needless to say, I can't tell you exactly how successful this is going to be. Maybe there's going to have some sort of I'm going to have some sort of need to make some adjustments or changes. We'll see. We'll also see how I start doing. Now that we're in March, the weather should be getting a little warmer. And we should be able to do a better job of going out and getting some jogging and walking in. As well as, with the warmer temperature in the evenings, being able to finally hit the gym, lift some weights, and not be freezing because I'm cold from sweat going out from the gym to the car. That's all to be seen. Wow, this actually wound up not being too long of a show, which is alright. I didn't have any main topic other than to tell you guys some of the changes I've got. We'll see how the weight keeps going. I intend to do a The Reactioneer episode tomorrow, uh, as long as nothing unexpected comes up. So, we'll find out. And in the meantime, please, again, share if you've got it. It's kind of like smoke them if you got it. So share if you've got something to share. TheReactionAir at gmail.com or just go to blitzfitnessshow.blogspot.com and you know what? Put a post into either one of my articles or go right to the episode that you most recently listened to or the most recently one posted and leave a comment. Whatever you want to do, I will see it, and I will share if you want me to. If you don't, you just want to share on your own and see if other people can buy and see it, hey, that's great. In the meantime, good luck to all of you and your health and fitness goals. I will see you guys next week, so happy hunting and happy March. Hopefully the weather is going fine for you, and be safe everybody who's been in Tornado Alley recently, because that looks pretty devastating. Take care, folks. Bye.